This podcast brought to you by Earthlink. It's Thursday, March 2nd, 2006. I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. And I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal. Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, CNET's podcast of indeterminate length, episode 177, featuring, as always, our fabulous producer, Miss Veronica. Hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, Veronica. Hey, how's it going? Hey, weird news today. Microsoft has Buzz. Ooh. There's a they've they've got some product that people are getting excited about. Some sort of product that they're going to announce soon. Here's what I don't know what you guys. I've just got to. I think we should really overhype it and then be really disappointed when they announce it. You know, actually, poor Microsoft. They're so bad at keeping secrets (laughs) that they kind of already ruined it. Like they had built up all this good buzz, and then they were like. Okay, okay, you're right. It's a Windows-based mini tablet. <laughs> and then everyone's like, dude, you, you ruined it. Like, now we're all let down and bored. Well, I like how if you view source on the uh, the page, it tells you what it is. Well, and they're admitting it to any old press person yeah. who comes along. I yeah. think they're trying to be clever. I think they're trying to leak it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And we just put it I in the source know. code. The source then, code thing seems like kind of a screw up. And then they up. get really up. No, because there was source code in the last one that pointed to what would be in in week two. And now in week two, there's in the source code oh, really? a link of what will be in week three. So I think it's intentional. I guess that goes like, Why would they do it twice? Because they're also admitting it. So basically, the uh, short story here is that origami, what is it? <laughs> it is the first in a new line of super mini, like tablet-based Windows do-it-all devices. Like, don't they even know about OQO? Apparently not. Which, or the Core Duo. Yeah, which, what? The uh, CPC Core Duo, which is... Similar. Is it also a little? It's tablet a tablety like, like device, a little oh, thicker. But see, when you say Core Duo, I think the Intel, you know, chip architecture. Well, the OQO thing. didn't. It's a cute little device, and it works pretty uh, the well. Core. But That's no, why it I'm didn't really it catch backwards. on. No one bought it, and they don't even sell it anymore. It totally failed. And the funny thing is, like when I first saw the OQO, I was like, Oh, I have to have it because it's so small and cool looking. It was a little too small, mm-hmm. I think. but it was too small. And then I couldn't find a reason for it because I don't. I, if I want a device to do it all, it's got to include a cell phone. The CPC like, to me, dual that's just, core. Sorry. Okay. Uh, is a little bigger, but it's a also thicker form. than what the origami looks like. Yeah, I mean, I think the origami is going to be pretty small. And the the video today, like they have a new little flash movie on their site, to me suggests, because there's part where it's like even here on a little car dashboard, GPS. suggests that it might have GPS built in, which, I mean, I guess it could be kind of cool. But at this point, I'm not sure that people are looking to replace their laptops. And if they are... Then they're replacing them. Like, I personally have replaced my laptop with my Trio. Yeah, that's what you were saying on CNBC today. And I thought it was really true, actually. That's Molly totally was on true. CNBC this morning. How are morning. you going to fit it in your purse? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, how, how are, are you, you going to fit, fit all those things in your purse? Like, if my you have your little origam- origami, and then you also need your cell phone, and then right. you also need your MP3 player. Like, yeah, and then you need a man purse if you're me. Yeah, which... <clears throat> That's Kiefer, why I feel Kiefer stupid pulls for buying it off on 24, but no one else. Can yeah, <laughs> I felt stupid for buying that uh, that tungsten T5 because I'm like, or why am I carrying now around my cell phone and this thing and like my iPod? Yeah, like why didn't I just get a smartphone that could do all of it? Yeah. I totally understand the people who really, 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 really badly want a iPhone that's really an iPod with a phone built in, not mm-hmm. a phone with some iTunes in it, because when I'm listening to my iPod and my phone buzzes. It's really a pain to try to Mm -hmm. dig out the phone and then take off the headphones and pause the iPod and all that. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of convergence I think people want. I don't know about this tablet stuff. I don't know either. I just don't think that people are looking for something that's, I don't, it's like, oh, it's a smaller laptop. I mean, in handwriting recognition, come on. And let me just say to Michelle Thatcher, who I know is listening, it's not that I don't know about tablets. (laughs) It's I don't know about this mini tablet. Well, and also it's not like tablets have been doing gangbusters either. They're not taking off. Anymore now than... you can send your angry email to mom. 
<laughs> That's right. But, but really, it's unproven. It's not, it's not, there's just not a large audience of people out there who have said, I really want handwriting recognition. They've said, I want a phone that can do email and I want my phone to also play MP3s, which my trio can do. Like, I don't mean to be constantly, my trio is so awesome, but it it is. It is. It is. It's an all. It's an all in one device. Yeah. Don't give me this little Windows thing that 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 can't even make calls. Sheesh. What's the uh, UMPC Sheesh. thing that Tyler sent along at UMPC.com? It's yeah, Ultra Mobile PC. Stay tuned. March seventh, two thousand six. Got an Intel logo on logo on it. Oh no. Um, <laughs> Great. So That's is this? We it, well, is this part of the Microsoft war. thing, or is this something totally totally different? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's called the different. Intel UMPC, though. Is what it, in the source code it says Intel UMPC teaser Swift <laughs> teaser Swift yeah I don't know it, I mean it, mm, mm, could be the same thing could be the same gadget like if it's could Intel be a based. gadget that employs the is it going to be a port of XP that works on other gadgets or is Microsoft making a gadget those are some of the things that I want to know yeah and to me it sounds like Microsoft's making a gadget and and you know that would be kind of interesting because Steve Steve Jobs predicted that they would make an MP3 player but instead they'd be like oh no. I mean, the thing is, uh, you either, Microsoft, you're so close, but you just don't get it. You either have to make a device that people want, a logical convergence device, or do one thing and do it well. That's what the iPod does. But this whole, I don't know, just like a smaller computer, come on. And meanwhile, they're going to be making the best search engine in the world within six months. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) I love this. They're so bold. Apparently, um, the European president of Microsoft says that Microsoft will introduce a search engine better than Google in six months in the United States and Britain, followed by Europe, its European president said. (laughs) That was an awkward read, I know. But I just got too exciting about reading. We'll just see about that. Yeah, we'll just see about that. Timing would presumably coincide more or less with the launch of Vista? Does that mean Vista's coming in September? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, Vista's coming in December. That's well, and the, are they kind of threatening to integrate like a Google-like search engine into Vista? Didn't, didn't maybe, they're buy, for that? maybe they're just going to buy Google. And then we got a call about somebody <laughs> saying that they're integrating a Picasso-like photo album software into Vista too. Like, <laughs> you guys, you're just going to get in trouble. Especially in mm-hmm. Europe. Yeah, especially in Europe. Yeah, they don't like things They're being bundled really... with things. No. Not so much with the bundling. No, no, no. no. Bundling is a no-no on the con- sub-whatever <laughs> peninsula Europe is. <laughs> continent. Over there. It's sort of a continent. I think it's time for a break. We're yes, falling apart uh, here. When we come back, we will talk about ABC giving away their TV shows for free download, TiVo's big announcement, and the end of the two-tier internet idea. Do you believe anything is possible? At Earthlink, we do. We believe the same company that delivers your lightning-fast DSL connection can deliver your home phone service and wireless service, too. One company for all your communication needs. Visit earthlink.net and start believing today. Earthlink, we revolve around you. Um, hey, I think ABC finally gets it. So you're, you're claiming, at least in the talk we had walking in here, that ABC not only gets that it, but for public they, distribution. they got it from you. Well, no, it, it is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me rephrase that. This was all my idea. <laughs> no, but I, I'm bringing it up because I agree with you that, that it may have had something to do with it. So here's the story. We have a posting on the forums uh, reprinting an Ad Age article. The poster was P. Whalen. And the Ad Age article says that ABC will be making their shows available for free download, but they will include commercials. You will still be able to go to iTunes and buy a commercial free version for a dollar ninety nine. Now there's some other postings that are unconfirmed that say that iTunes will make the free versions available as well. Unlikely. And we don't have any confirmation of that. But the Ad Age article does say 
that ABC will start in May to give away Lost, Desperate Housewives, Grey's Anatomy for free, but they will have ads in them, not necessarily the same ads you see on the regular broadcast. Right. And you'll still be able to buy the things from iTunes if you don't want to deal with commercials. Brilliant. This seems perfect. I Best know. of both worlds. Now, what is it that you said <laughs> at Nappy in front of people from ABC as well as lots of other television it's producers? It's true. Well, what I said was I had, I had a study that said that the majority of people in all demographics had been surveyed and all agreed that they would watch, that they would prefer to watch commercials if they could get the shows for free. And that, that all of them would indeed download the shows for free and watch the commercials as opposed to paying to get the shows. And so what I said was, why aren't you all putting up your shows, fine, put them up after they air, on your own websites, not on Google Video and not on iTunes, for free with commercials? Just do it. I mean, it doesn't, you know, people are, are going to do it and they'll watch the commercials and commercials and aren't that big And now they are. And now look at that. At least ABC is. And now, look, you know, ABC really gets it. I have to admit, they were the first ones to put their shows on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And now to do this as well, it's, it's, they, they're, they're on it. Well, their new majority shareholder knows a little bit about the business. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Uh, good point uh, but well, this would have yeah, to have why been, fight him join him this would have to have been something that was in process before Steve got involved yeah. I'm, I'm imagining we're speaking of Steve Jobs becoming the majority shareholder of Disney the parent company of ABC yes uh, but yeah I, I, you know what obviously we're joking that they got this entirely from Molly they knew they had <laughs> access to this study before but hearing that from someone up on stage who's on behalf of the consumer has got to really push you towards saying yeah that's the right decision maybe I'm not going to take credit for it, though. But I do think it is a very good move on ABC's part. And I, and it'll be one thing that was implied, I think, was that the ads might be different than the ones that are shown. Yeah, they did say that in the Ad Age article that <laughs> they would not necessarily have the same sponsors on the download version as they would on genius. the air version. I mean, that's genius. Now, all of a sudden, you can sell your show right, twice. Right. That's really good Brilliant. for them. Yeah. I mean, that's just good thinking. And I like the poster actually on our forums who said, okay, now push is coming to shove. Like we all said that we would watch it, watch the ads if we could get it for free. So um, now do we have to? <laughs> well, no, and no, but that's, that's, that's sure. the brilliant part of it is you still don't have to. If you're willing to pay two bucks, you can watch it without commercials. You can pay for it yep. or you can let the commercials pay for it. And I'm telling it. you, I'll watch them. I don't care. Like to download these shows for free? Fine. I, because you, the thing is, I'm not, I'm not downloading these. And this is what so much of the industry doesn't get. I'm not going to download these and watch them for the first time. It's not like because I missed it in its time slot. I'm part of the TiVo nation, okay? I had it on my TiVo. If I'm downloading it, it's because I want to see it again or I'm on the road. And so then I, I kind of don't care if it comes with commercials. That's fine. I don't know. I'll just tune out while they're on, you know? Will you fast forward through like them? Like I usually do. If I could fast forward through them, I would to the same extent that I currently do on my TiVo, which is like if a commercial looks really cool, like this weird VW one with the guy from Fargo, the German engineers. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Like I halted the fast forward and watched the whole commercial, which is another. There are other studies that say that 50, 58% of DVR owners do watch commercials and an even greater percentage go back, like rewind to watch commercials that they saw that are interesting. So, Yeah. At the same rate that I currently fast forward, I would do so. I'm wondering if they won't have something in this file that will suck. <laughs> I would, you know, whether there's some re- sounds too good. restrictive DRM or or they lock won't out the ability Max. to fast forward or yeah, definitely won't play on Max. Uh, <laughs> 
So yeah, Firefox, forget it. You'll have to pay the dollar ninety nine if you're a Mac owner. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But, but but let's give them the benefit of the doubt for now. Yeah. This is the right way to Good go. Good idea. Uh, TiVo had a big announcement, and we're all disappointed. Mm. So we kind of went through the whole I'm Apple not. cycle. In, in I'm not disappointed. Veronica's psyched. I am psyched. <laughs> TiVo will soon be offering a new feature called Kid Zone that will allow parents to more easily control their children's TV viewing. So maybe if you're a parent, you're excited. But everyone well, was hoping. When they found out that TiVo would be making a big announcement, which they found out just, uh, I first heard about it yesterday afternoon, Mm -hmm. that the announcement would be Series 3, the new TiVo, which is why Veronica is happy it wasn't, because she just bought a TiVo. Honestly, (sighs) if I had found out yesterday afternoon that they, if I had even heard that rumor (laughs) that they were maybe, did you hear about this and decide just to not tell me because I would have lost my mind? I found out about it, I think, uh, when I got home. Okay. Like, I, I don't, it definitely was in the evening. Okay, good. It was not in the Because mid-day. if I had found out about it while on work hours still, I think I probably would have lost my mind. But it was yeah. free. You got your TiVo for free. Who cares? Well, I know, but I would have wanted, but still. I'm still you know, sitting with a Series you need 1. The new cool so. thing. I mean, they're already and making in, fun of me in the forums being like, oh, the Apple DVR is going to come out in spring and you're going to be pissed. And indeed, the it is only Series 2 is single tuner and analog <sighs> only. Well... Whatever. So, but you Whatever. know what? As an introduction to the to the world of TiVo, you'll still be really happy. <laughs> <laughs> you'll still be fired up. Not knowing any better, I'll be psyched. So um, cool news, actually, in the two-tier internet discussion, which obviously we have been returning to over and over. Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon has done exactly what the telcos don't want him to do. Ta-da! He introduced legislation to stop telcos from charging websites for extra bandwidth. He said the law is the opposite of what AT&T, Verizon, and other telcos have been lobbying for for more than a year. And he is calling it like the Internet Non-Discrimination Act of 2006. Well, and also the Inquirer says that it might have a bit of a rough ride in Congress. It might. Um, but, you know, it is, it's still pretty interesting. Like what he's saying is that Time Warner Cable shouldn't give other Time Warner companies better access to the network than their rivals. And then it follows that Verizon shouldn't be able to prioritize its own business ahead of other people, which to me, that makes perfect sense. That is the kind of thing that the government should regulate in terms of business, if anything, you know. And the more I think about it, the whole idea that, well, we need to be able to charge this extra so that we can, you know, keep the bandwidth uh, up, you know, at a, at a good level so we don't crash the Internet. Raise your bandwidth prices. Seriously. You already charge for bandwidth. Yeah. Raise the price. Well, and that's exactly. That that's... will throttle the Internet. You don't need to. The only reason you want to be able to charge extra for extra features is so you can run your own and compete with VoIP and cable. Right. That's the only reason these telcos want to do it, in my opinion. And also to just make more money. Well, I mean, it's also they like all the, want to make more money. But it's also like the how can we improve our profit shell game, right? Like, oh, well, this is an easy way to do it. Yeah, but you know what? They could do that with better bandwidth, with different bandwidth yeah. pricing, too. It's also not just making money off that bandwidth, but also, hey, if we can slow down the competition, then our products can roll out with the easy way on right. and make more money Which, that way. seriously, there is no reason in the world that should be legal. That, to me, seems unbelievable. It does seem anti-competitive. To say the least. Although, if you really want to get into you know free market, it's like, hey, it's their pipes. They can do whatever they want with them. Yeah, well, that's why I think that the internet should be a utility. Yep. Regulation. Bring it. Um, hey, perhaps our forum posters have scooped all of the Mac rumor sites. Oh, yeah. So, so getting back to the DVR uh, conversation we were just mm-hmm. having with Veronica, a guy named Dan from Toronto uh, posted to the forums an unconfirmed rumor. Utterly. 
but let's give it to you anyway. Uh, <laughs> I have a, we love it. <laughs> I have a friend who's becoming a computer software engineer. Our engineering program has something called PEY, professional experience year. You get to go work for somebody, make some money, get some experience. Anyways, his friend got an interview at ATI, and while he was speaking with the interviewer, the employers kind of let out that ATI and Apple were working together on a DVR or PVR, and if he got hired, he'd be working with them on the projects. Goes Ooh. on to say that they wanted a working model to be finished by September... And thus told my friend if he was up and then asked him if he was up to the task. He said, sure, but still came out on the short list, picked fourth out of 10 uh, and didn't go to work at ATI. So, so Dan speculates. And that's why he can tell is us. Is it possible that ATI here in Toronto is working on Apple's DVR? Mm-hmm. Now, if ATI needs to finish their part by September, that doesn't mean it would ship in September because there's no. probably still other But that would put it right it. on target for a January Macworld announcement. Sure would, wouldn't it? It mm-hmm. sure Freaking wood. So if it's ATI, would that indicate a hardware PVR or DVR? Well, ATI would be the just the graphics the out. graphics, yeah. yeah. To, to process it. Well, um, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, could it suggest that it's going to be a standalone Oh, I see box? what you'd like. Like, in not, not just integrated not into a software. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what we've all talked right. about so far I think is like would. a software yeah. I see what DVR you're built yes, 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 with absolutely. hardware. That's what it implies. Yeah, if a this, box. If this totally unconfirmed <laughs> rumor is true. From Dan's from friend's Dan's friend. friend Let's just make that very well, clear. Well, at least I know oh, no, it is just Dan's friend. Like how many months? Almost a year before I have to be sad about having a TiVo. Exactly. I okay. mean, all these things always start with I have a friend. I have a friend, but you so, know what? Uh, we we had to rumor. throw it out there because if this turns out to be the case, then we can be like, dude, Dan, you rock. Mm-hmm. You and your friend, you scooped us all. Meanwhile, on small related Apple news, they patched their serious Mac OS flaws. Yes. So the few OS flaws that were out there, uh, twenty vulnerabilities patched. Yep. So now we're back to square one. Done. We'll watch for the next ones. <laughs> in uh, in DRM socks news. <laughs> oh, just sorry, because I have a Mitsubishi TV. I know this, really- I know this is why it, this is on the lineup, actually. Well, it's not just that. It's also a lot of people in the forums were mentioning Movie Beam as a great HD service. Mm-hmm. If you use Movie Beam with your Mitsubishi TV, even though you have an HDMI in, it won't work because Aww. HDCP doesn't communicate with the HDMI on Mitsubishi TVs. Now, HDCP I, being high definition copy protection for now, those if of you who may not know. Movie Beam says that they're going to patch this. There'll be a firmware update, but this just goes to show why this is all bad mm-hmm. because you shouldn't have to be patching firmware in the components that you buy to make them work with each other you should be able to just go buy it plug it in and it work yep exactly and that is that is exactly what drm that's the problem that it's always going to have and that's why the mpaa guy can't sell it to the vendors because they're going come on we know that it's going to be a problem now we got this from david rudden's posting on the alpha blog uh cnet's alpha blog but he thanks cnet reader michael bocchio for cluing us in so look at that yeah it's Um, all a big circle of ranting and just a just a nice little just to end up our drm discussion with a nice little quote from the bbc (laughs) they were apparently asked you know what what are you going to do what do you think about this whole internet and the BitTorrent and the whatnot and they said we're totally scared of new media because new media is railways and we're canals and you all just know how that's going to end and so we seek to equate the internet with all bad things to scare you off it at some corporate Freudian level, there's some truth to that accusation. Good on you, BBC. Yeah, way to admit it. Big new media like perhaps Wikipedia reaching their one millionth article. Congratulations. No prizes, though. There wouldn't, yeah, they didn't do like Apple. <laughs> All right, let's take some voicemails. Alex Brewer in <laughs> Seattle called in about MySpace. Hi, Tom, Molly, Veronica. This is Alex Brewer in Seattle. Um, I was just calling to say about you. Um, you guys were talking about uh, MySpace blocking on today's podcast, and I thought it was really cool and sort of funny because... 
at my school a couple weeks ago, they uh, blocked MySpace. It had been blocked in the high school for a long time, but the middle school hadn't, so we couldn't get on. We can't get on MySpace anymore. But about uh, I don't know, like half an hour to an hour after everyone figured out that MySpace was blocked, everyone knew which proxies worked. So it really was sort of pointless that they blocked it. They just wanted to make it more difficult. But about like 90% of the kids who were going on MySpace a lot at school still go on MySpace a lot at school. So I thought that was sort of funny. Yeah, well, the podcast. See you. Bye. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, that's yeah. what everyone does. <laughs> I mean, you I pretty much know. said that would happen, and Alex mm-hmm. is just kind of bearing it out in real life. Yeah, you know, the kids of today are like way smarter than us, so they're going to win. Um, that actually, interestingly, corresponds nicely with an email that we got from Andy S., who says that his MySpace was blocked at work. Yes, in the corporate office situation. So it is. Very interesting. I it know some people funny. who work for banks that can't even check their Yahoo mail. I know. It's just, you when know, I, when get... I, Yeah, when I first moved to California, I worked as a temp in a place where I, I couldn't get to really? outside websites. And I was like, what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> Snakes on a plane? No. Snakes on a plane? Headphones on a bus. Oh. Greg has a call. Hi, Tom, Molly, and Veronica. This is Greg. It's been kind of a while since I last called in, but um, I feel like calling in now, so there you go. Uh, Regarding the headphones-on-bus listening incident that you referred to today, I think the idea of having a law that would allow you to wear one part of a headphone while driving or riding a bike relates to being able to wear an earpiece for a phone, and I'm sure they have that provision because they'd rather people be wearing ear sets rather than holding their phones up to their ears. Of course, it would be better if they weren't talking on their phones at all because they make the southbound 101 in the South Bay really dangerous at night. I would know. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. That's a really good point, actually, the the headphone earpiece. So when you started mocking me yesterday about saying you could drive with one headphone in. I wasn't mocking you. actually right. I was mocking the possibility of that being an actual law. I thought about that, too. Yeah, and I've done that before. But you still should be able to ride on public transit. And in fact, somebody else in another email pointed out, I think it uh, may have been Jason in Philly, or maybe it was a voicemail, that there are laws requiring you to use headphones to listen to radios on transit (laughs) so that you don't bother other passengers. (laughs) Because you can't just go on with your little iPod hi-fi and rock out on the bus. (laughs) Um, Funny phone call from Anon. Hi, Veronica. And uh, uh, Tom and Molly. Uh, this call is to address Tom's segues. You you are smooth. I, I will give you that. But when you guys make it a point to point out how smooth every segue is, it ruins the effect. So maybe just keep that in mind. Also, the uh, the buzz about the Apple products. Um, that's how Apple gets their ideas. Don't you guys see that? They put a buzz out, and then they listen to all the uh, rumors. And they get their ideas for the next product. Seems pretty plain and simple to me. All right, guys. Uh, see you later. Yeah, we, we, that hey, is how they do it. We they do get do, their yeah. ideas. They, they troll around. They, <clears throat> they design. No, that's not how they do it. But we do have too many <laughs> little in jokes about Tom Segways. It's true. We'll stop doing it. I didn't do any today. I know. You did them all. I <laughs> know. That's why. <laughs> I actually had a TiVo segue, but I figured you were going to do it, so I didn't say anything. Mm. Huh. And then you just didn't have one at all. No, I don't have it in me today. Okay. So, uh, Victor. Victor offers some help to our friends in Canada. Hey, Tom, Molly, and Veronica. This is Victor. I'm calling in regards to our Canadian friend who doesn't want to pay too much for his iPod AV cable going to his TV. Did you know that you can go to any Radio Shack and buy their 8-millimeter <laughs> to RCA adapter? And the trick is that the yellow cable does not carry the video on the iPod. So you'd have to plug in 
the red or white cable into the yellow spot on your TV, but then if you do that, any old standard cable that you buy from Radio Shack will work. If you have a video camera and it came in one of those little cables where it's got like a headphone jack with three lines on it, and then the RCA three-color part, just plug in one of the audio cables into the yellow slot, and it will work. I, I do it with my iPod every day. I still think that paying 100 extra dollars for a Mac Mini, it doesn't do much different. Uh, still wacko on Steve Jobs, and car parts are actually really cheap in Canada. So, yeah, Canadians. Bye. Was that a sneeze in there? Bless you. What was that about car parts? Salud. <laughs> no, the car parts. So, so there you have it. You can't get iTunes, and they charge you got car the cables, parts. But you got good car so parts. Be happy with it. No, it is the uh, composite cable, the yellow cable that does not work on that. It, they actually send a video. It, video is going into your ears when you listen to a video iPod. Wow. Huh. I close my eyes. I can see it in my brain. <laughs> so if you can patch that in, that would work for you. Or if you have an RCA video in. Uh, and let's uh, let you know that if you want to keep abreast of the rest of the day's news, check out our sister site at news.com for updates throughout the day on what's happening in the tech world. Charlie Cooper and Leslie Katz bring you their podcast. It's fun. You should subscribe. Speaking of subscriptions, subscribe to the Buzz Out Loud newsletter. Get the stories every day. Podcast.cnet.com. Look for the word newsletter. Click on it. Subscribe. It's that easy. <laughs> Ka-ching. And um, if you should want to call or email us. Why, the number would be 1-800-616-CNET, Molly. Oh, good to know. And possibly the email address would be something so intuitive as buzz at, at cnet.com. You're right. And you can post in the forums, forums.cnet.com. Look for, what is it, Veronica? The Buzz Out Loud Lounge. Why, yes, it is. See you there. Bye. Bye. Bye.